I mean, I will say, as much as I try to be a good friend, I will be livid if you beat me. <laughs> Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter, and we are champions of friendship. Are we still doing that? I guess so. Why not? Okay, we haven't done it in six episodes. It felt good. Okay, great. Man of the Year is brought to you by Happy Head, the fully customizable hair loss solution. Go to happyhead.com and use our exclusive promo code FRIEND for 55% off. That's happyhead.com, promo code FRIEND. Um, so Matt... Um, I said something the other day that you thought was very interesting. I don't, that usually never happens. <laughs> <laughs> In that I got an alert on my phone uh, when one of our friends got a new agent. Yeah. Uh, and I think just for context, we should maybe first just explain like what IMDb Pro is. Yes. I think most of our listeners are probably like familiar with IMDb. Right. Well, if they are even familiar Everyone knows with IMDb. IMDb, yeah. If you're not, it's the database of all actors, films, producers in Hollywood. The pro version is what you pay for. It's kind of industry specific. Like you can see people's agents, like stuff they have in development, stuff that, that the hoi, is it the hoi polloi or the? No, no, hoi polloi are the common folk. Yeah, so stuff so the hoi polloi can't, can't see. see. Yes, right, yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Anyway, you can track people. So like, for instance, like I know you're trying to cast a movie right now. You track an actress you're interested in. You'd see... Like if they sign with a new manager, get a new, sign on to a new project, whatever. And I track all my friends. So first of all, I didn't know you could track people oh. in there. I, this is like a new tool. Oh, okay. I, you know, I'm a Luddite. I don't know yeah, about yeah, any yeah. technology. Yeah. But also it's deranged. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, like we're, we're on a group text and all of a sudden he sends this text and it says our friend Jeremy moved managers. And I was like. First of all, like, how do you know that? I was like, how do you know that? Like, I, I, th at first I thought, wow, IMDB sends out alerts to people with like <laughs> low level writers. <laughs> Some middling writer moves managers. I was like, that can't be right. So in my mind, I'm like, it, it took me a second to process that. So I'm like, holy shit. Aaron tracks his friends. Yeah. I, I just like, I just think it's a way to follow what's going on. You don't always know every, all the ins and outs and you can say congratulations and. Let me ask you. Yeah. First of all, how long have you been doing this? Three years. Oh my God. This guy's been spying on us for three years. It's, it's, Is it just industry stuff? Or are you saying that you have a Google alert for all of your no, friends? No, no, no. Not a Google alert. Not okay. a Google alert. I mean, you guys aren't getting Google alerts. Uh, yeah. Well, only yeah. bad ones, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It would only be really bad news for the most part. Um, so for, how many people are you tracking? Well, we're talking inner circle industry people. So that's like half a dozen people. Okay. Yeah. Right. I thought you were going to tell me like, you've got a spreadsheet of your closest 50 friends yeah. and anytime they do anything and all right. that. By the way, I think it's smart. Like, you know, but also it's like, like you're, you're a better friend than any of us maybe. Well, we already knew that, but yeah. I think it's just, <laughs> a, I mean, it's really just a way that like, you can hit someone up and be like, congrats. Cause usually it's good news. Generally yeah. it's good news. Uh, and but it's, aren't they always surprised when you do that? Every time they're yeah. like, how do you know? I was surprised every time they're like, how do you know? And it's, it's a little, but people like it. Yeah. And it's a form of 
you know, cheerleading. Yes. Um, and uh, I thought that we should we should talk about that in, in that episode, which is you know the act of supporting cheerleading, championing your friends yeah. in in all aspects of their lives. You know, I have to say there's was a tinge of jealousy when you shared that because I realized like, how, you know, we joke about it. I'm like, damn it, Caro's a better friend. He does all these things. He's got all these. But I then I also think I'm like, oh, it's it's because he's single and that's that he's got the extra time for it. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I have anything. I have less time. If anything, I'm fucking running around town chasing tail, as they say, as the kids say. I was like, he's got so much single time to put in alerts on all his friends. No, that, listen, it's it's really awesome of you. And I think it's a great topic to cover because I do think men suck at this. Mm. Straight men. Yeah. I, I think maybe let's take a step back and define what we mean by cheerleading. Well, I think for me specifically, when you say that, I think everybody needs a tribe or a squad or a team, not just your group of friends. I think this is kind of like within that and it could be family. Like for me, I need that for, I need to be pumped up sometimes. Yeah. You're thirsty for the pump up. Yeah. I need the pump up. Like yeah. I need somebody like spotting me. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah. God, you got, I need yeah. somebody like slapping my face. Right, like right. you got this man. Like when I have a big meeting or, you know, it's mostly like career stuff. I think it's mostly like interviews, meetings, whatever. Like, I'm feeling nervous and I don't come across as somebody who, you know, feels nervous or gets nervous a no. lot, but everybody has those butterflies. Sure. And so I make those calls or text my friends or family and they all kind of know like, Oh yeah, you, know, yeah, you yeah. got this. You're awesome. Yeah. I just need compliments. Yes. Like, yes, I'm, I'm thirsty for compliments before like a big show or something yeah. like that. Um, so for me, it means that within that friend group, you've kind of had this designated like super group of people and they may not necessarily even have to be, Oh, these are my best, best, best friends. But it's like a designated squad for that purpose of like support. And you're probably in other people's squads too. So it may not always be the same. So, um, I just want to talk sort of about why this is important because theoretically, if you are pumping up someone else, you are, uh, so, you know, getting an alert and, and hitting them up. That's, that's sort of a selfless act. Why do we care? Like, what does it matter? Well, first of all, I think that's, that's, you hit on it is that it's, it's a selfless act, right? This isn't tit for tat. This is just a, a thing. This is part of, of, of being a good friend is, yep. is that understanding your friends and knowing their needs and being there for them. I mean, this is being there for a person who needs this. This is like maybe one of the biggest things they need in your friendship. And this also falls into the category. This was in our New York Times article, which is that people really appreciate a reach out. Yes. Like you have no idea how much the person will appreciate. This falls in the high reward, low, low effort. Yes. This is like such low effort, like just lobbying in a text. You got this before a big job interview for a friend. And, and, and I also do think women are exponentially better at this. I don't, I don't is that true? Yeah. I feel like they're so good about this stuff. And like dating stuff, they're always like there for their cheer, pump up their friends for the, in like relationship stuff too. But the guys really need a pump up. I don't need your. I don't know. Up. Maybe not. Maybe like, not. But we need it in. We need it in some in, in some yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, also we don't acknowledge. I, I think that's the other part. We've never. We just. That this is the first time we even ever talked about this specifically. Yeah. The only reason we're even having this conversation is because I just found out that you do this. Right. Right. Like I didn't even know you were. Pumping up your friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, side note, no pump up on me for any of IMDb Pro Alert. 
haven't gotten one. Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, idea. come on, you set yourself up for that. You set yourself up for that. Well, I think also it dovetails with like men being vulnerable, like yeah. hitting your buddy up. Good job. I mean, like, yeah, we, that's fine. No, I know, but you can do that. We want to make this normalized. Yes. Right? That's what we want to, we just want to normalize such simple behaviors that go a long way towards your friendships. And they're also remembered, you know, you're talking about like appreciated also mm. remembered, you know, when you, when you just like think about your friend, like it could be, a, a, you know, a year from now, five years from now, you're going to have a really positive sort of mental thought about that person because like, Oh, you know what? He, he's, I haven't talked to him in a while. I really like him. And then when you start thinking about why you like that person, it's like, Oh yeah. And they're, they're really like a cheerleader for me. They support me. Like, um, what do we have any tips slash hacks? For guys who maybe don't feel as comfortable um, cheerleading, supporting, sending that text. That don't feel as comfortable being part of somebody else's tribe. Like giving, yeah. giving the support. Yeah. Well, our first thing is people always like it. Right. No one doesn't like, great job. Right. Kick ass at that meeting tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's going to be like, what the fuck is this guy texting yeah. me about at my meeting for? Yeah. Why the fuck is this guy sending me love and support before this huge meeting that I'm stressed about? How dare he? Right. Yeah. You know, I think you may think people want, want, don't want to be bothered or. But I think so. Part of it is. You may feel like, oh, I don't want to bother them. Well, don't make it a dialogue necessarily. Then I'd just be like, I just want to say kick ass. You don't have to respond. I just want you to know. Yeah. I'm with you. You have to be like, Hey, call me after the meeting. Let me know how it goes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So like, I think that's part of it is like, if you feel like it's burdening that person or you feel like you're, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make them feel like they have to focus on me. Mm. Then maybe just communicate that. Just be like, Hey, you don't have to respond. I just wanted to throw out some good vibes your way. I have a tip slash hack. Mm. So we talk a lot about the importance of group threads on the yeah. podcast. Oftentimes if someone has something happening, I will send the words of support to the group thread because that has a secondary effect of informing the other people. You're so good at this. On our plain view thread, anytime somebody has a promotion or whatever, half the time I have no idea. And yeah. then I'm like, damn it, am I a bad friend? How did I not know this? But that's your role yeah. in the friend group. That's your role. Yeah. As as the parliamentarian. Yeah. Like you're yeah. you're tra you're you're the IMDB pro stalker yeah. tracker of yeah. friends. I am the IMDB show of, of people. Yeah. So you are. And so, but it's great because it does have that effect. I mean, like I know you're doing it now. Like yeah. and now I'm like hyper aware because we're doing this podcast. Yeah. But I'm so aware to the point where now I'm like, I definitely want to make sure I say to this person, great job, or that's yeah. awesome, or congrats on your kid winning a soccer trophy. <laughs> right. So you've done a great job of that. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. I'm just going to say, Carol, you're very anal and I'm slovenly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you know what? Because we're different people, we need different solutions. That's why our sponsor, Happy Head, is amazing because they offer a customizable hair loss solution. It's not like, hey, everybody just try this one thing. You're all the same. We know from working together and being friends for 35 plus years, a lot of differences. So guys, go to happyhead.com. Use promo code FRIEND at checkout for 55% off. That's happyhead.com. Promo code FRIEND for a fully customizable solution because you and your friends are different and you do not want the same hair loss solution as Matt. Or Cairo. 
And we're back. So there is a secondary knock-on effect to being a good cheerleader, and that is what it's called Freudenfreud. Mm. Freudenfreud. So uh, we talked in a previous episode about schadenfreude. Yeah. Do you want to just remind people what schadenfreude well, is? Well, do you want to remind them of your incorrect interpretation I, of wishing ill will towards your friends? I was, <laughs> I was, um, I want to correct the record. Yes. First of all, let's just talk about what schadenfreude is real quick. Yeah, schadenfreude is... Um, Happiness at the failure of somebody else. And it's a very natural occurrence. And well, not for me, but for Aaron it is. All I meant, not inner circle, <laughs> but you know, if I hear of someone who like, let's yeah. say got fired yeah. for a tinge, I'll be like, well, it's a good thing it's not me. One more job for you. Yeah. yeah. You One know, like, more job opening I, in the market. I don't feel good about yeah. it, but this isn't an inner circle thing. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, a tertiary thing. Okay. And then it's not, it's not, I'm not proud about it. Yeah. But what I also feel is Freud and Freud, which is a great New York Times article, which is feeling joy at the joy of others. Yeah. By the way, a lot of people sent me the Freud and Freud thing after we did the Schadenfreude episode. Yeah. They're like, you're going to like this. I'm like, awesome. Got it 47 times. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. By the way, I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, telling someone great job or finding out they did great makes you feel good. Yeah. Well, what you just said, it's its own reward. That's yes. the point. When you're like, hey, well, so what do you... You know, what, what, what is the advice for people who are, you know, cheering and what's the purpose of it? It's like, it's its own reward. There is no anything else. You're going to feel good doing that. Yeah. Um, should we take a listener question? Do we have a good one? We do. Ooh. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. This is our listener segment. Guys, if you have a friendship question, ethical dilemma, you need advice, hit us up uh, on socials, Instagram. Man of the Year podcast, or you can do me and Matt individually, and we will anonymize anonymize it. We we will change one letter yes. in your name. Yes, one letter. So I'll 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 take a look at the question real quick, and I'll just summarize. It. Basically, this is a guy whose buddy is in a band. Uh, he's invited him to like come see him uh, at a bar a few times, and he has. And then afterwards, the guy is always like, "How was it?" And the question from the guy is, "Do I lie?" I'm laughing because in most cities, uh, when you get to be in your 40s, you don't really have that many friends in a band at this age. But well, in LA, it, no, yeah, I'm just saying, but yeah. in LA, we still have a ton oh, yeah. that are taking it seriously. Well, before we even get into the question, yeah. I want to do a little tangent. Yeah. Live music in bars yeah. is the absolute fucking worst. You mean just acoustically? No, I do not like it. No, you don't like it. I do not like it. You uh, like it? I like cover bands in bars. I love them. No. Uh, we went to Christina's wedding. They had a, a lesbian cover band called Les Zeppelin. I still remember. Okay, well, that's incredible. But that's a yeah. wedding. No, we went to a random bar afterwards. Oh. Uh, yeah. What about that, that 90s cover band yes, in um, LA? I sa- love that one, that 80s and saved 90s. Saved by the... Saved by the band. Saved by the band. I love those guys. Love you guys. Saved by the band. That's awesome. See, it turns out you actually do like No, them. no, 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 no. That is a, you're going to see them. I'm talking about, no, Matthew, we're sitting at a bar. Oh. We're having a drink. Oh, hey, how's the wife? How's the kids? And then I'm saying, and I'm like, come on. I, I, I agree on some level is that it doesn't fit in with going to just hang with your friends. Right. But going back to the question, I think there's actually, it's actually a two-part question. It's sort of like, is the friend in the band trying to make it in the band business? Or is it just like for fun? Do you think it matters? Right. Oh, definitely. Definitely. If, first of all, you got to lie either way. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Really? Yes. 
Like either way. Yes, because you're not the arbiter of their success or failure. Interesting. So like they're not looking to you. I, I like I my honest take is they just want to feel good in that moment. They're not looking to you. You're not the make or break of their career, right? Sure. How was it? Hey man, you should choose another profession. Like who are you to be the person to tell them that? So you never give anyone tough love. No, I give plenty of tough love. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but like a friend in a band who's playing like their one joy of their life. No, but right I'm, I'm now. Depend, tell me which situation. Okay, so let's let's take hobbyist first. I tell them how great they are. Amazing. All of our Best time all of ever. our friend hobbyist musicians, they're my basically my favorites. Yeah, I mean some of them are good. Yeah, but I never go. But I don't ever go. Hey, you should really consider doing this as a full time job. You should really quit your job at Accenture. <laughs> <laughs> Never say that. I never say. That. I do want to give a quick shout out to Shane and Katrina. They have a. I don't know if you ever seen them. You actually have seen them. The, yeah, the July. I love them. At the peppermint. At yeah, the, the peppermint. So what if there are like you know? Listen, he does have a day job, but like, listen, he's actually trying to make this band thing work. I'm not going to offer my opinion on that at all. What about a comedian? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I would love to just start at telling comedians that they should go back to their job and. Mm. Um, you as, a, as a dog, you should really consider dog sitting as your main profession. Yeah. Don't quit your day job. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I know, but you should yeah. consider making dog sitting a full-time job. Really. You don't think it's your responsibility as a friend? Yeah. Look, as a, this is depends on the level of friendship, right? Right. Like, does that friend depend on you for transparency? Right. You know, or do they, are they just looking, usually, you know what they kind of want. Most of the time you kind of know what people want. Right. But like. I think it's on that person to be like, Hey man, like be honest. Cause for us, like with comedy and writing, it's like, no, that joke stinks. <laughs> like, it's so unfunny. Uh, actually, this is funny. I was on a text with you and Jared. Oh, you guys were so brutal. I, I asked you guys for a joke pitch. Oh yeah. Uh, it was like, I forget what it was, but you guys were like, uh, I forget what you said. But it was so mean, but it was like, yeah, okay. I deserve that. Look, I think unless you're, a really, really close friend. Yeah. That's part A. If you're a close friend, A, and B, that friend is at some sort of crossroads and needs some straight talk, give it to him. Yeah. You have to, you have to have A and B. You have to be in a ring and they have to be at some sort of crossroads where they're like seriously contemplating flushing their life. I wish right. somebody told me, no, Matt, you should stay as a lawyer. <laughs> no, ma'am. Yeah, where were you t 20 years ago when I needed the advice? I was to like, stay at my law firm. I was like, hey, come to the coast. I'll have a few laughs. Yeah, have a few laughs. Yeah. Like, hey. um, <laughs> now look at us. <laughs> now look at us. Look at us. Look, uh, at, look us. at us. Like, I um, oh, God. Well, guys, send your questions. Man of the Year podcast. We'd love to answer them on the pod. Wait, uh, did you answer? What is your answer to that? That's the thing. Uh, you, you nutted it. Okay, so you agree with that. You lie if it's a hobby. Yeah. And if it's if it's they're really going for it, then you have to feel their choice. Yeah. And the worst thing to ever have to do as a friend is to go see your friend's band. Anyway. After you've told them you stuck. You really? suck. <laughs> and then yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, will you come see me on Saturday? By the way, you know what's a great name for a band? My friend's band. Oh, that's good. Yeah. By the way, um, think about it. I, I just think about like the the flip side is like I owe it to them. I owe oh, it to them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So many people came to my open mic stage which lasted too long still going still going yeah, still yeah, going yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and they came and but I actually did get a lot of straight talk on the comedy front by the way i think comedy front is easier to straight talk because it's harder to lie it's not even that they want to be more honest with you yeah is that it's just hard to lie comedy shows 
uh, early career comedy shows, somebody will just like after the show, they just put their arm on your shoulder and not even say anything. <laughs> and you'd be like, they tap, they tap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just like the Robin Williams, not even saying anything. Not even, it's not your fault. It's just the yeah. hugging part. Yeah. It's just the, the open hug. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Um, that actually brings up an interesting point in that many times people tell me they want to try stand up. Oh God. It's the worst. No, don't say that. Stand up, I mean. <laughs> um, and they're like, yeah, I'm just going to like go and like, not, like, and I, my number one piece of advice is invite your friends. Yeah. And I always go, what? No, I don't want yeah. anyone to see me. I go, the definition of a friend is someone who will go to your horrible open mic first time ever doing stand up and fucking laugh and clap no matter what. Yes. And yeah. the, then the definition of a best friend is somebody who will go to your improv show. Oh, laughing no. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never do that. And, and what do you think is, I, I actually was talking to this girl recently and she's like, no, I don't want anyone to see me. I'm like, no, trust me. You want your five best Yeah, You want to feel good about it. Yeah. Right. But I think the problem is right, the problem with comedy and maybe music too. is like you get this rush early on in your career. You do this when there's a lot of your friends cheering you on. Yeah. And then you make the mistake of going, I'm great at this thing. Mm. And I think greatness requires consistency and a track record that is like years in the making. Like, I just think that there's a mistaken belief that you do something a few times and you get a great feeling out of it, that that means you're great at that thing. Yeah. And just, that's why we have so many comedians. We have a glut. We have a glut. We have a lot of bands. Yeah. Well, listen, not, you should chase your dreams, but I just think it's great to have your friends come support, but then, you know, then you got to start getting into that phase where your friends aren't showing up. And that's when you really know whether you're, you've got right. the goods. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for that question. Um, guys, if you have other questions for our asking for a friend segment, please send them in. We'd love to answer them and we'll answer them on the show. Yeah. And then the takeaway is go see your friends, support them, tell them they're awesome. You know, just, but also tell them they're really good at their, um, you know, at their job as a, um, as a dental hygienist. Yeah. That they're, they're also really good at that. Asking for a friend. So we're speaking about Freud and Freud. I thought that Golden Globes moment um, with Michelle Yeoh winning for everything all at once was just truly incredible. The whole uh, Jamie Lee Curtis supporting her picture. I don't know if you saw that meme. Mm. It was like an amazing meme. She, she had this, her face was like ready to explode with joy over her friend. Sort of like our wedding, our, my wedding photo with the three of us, with you and Jess, mm. like just joy of, of friendship and love. It was just so authentic and people kind of made a meme out of it. I want to read this cause it's, it's really good. Um, and I think it gets into a lot of what we were talking about, um, with this episode about your tribe. So Jamie Lee Curtis posted her success doesn't detract from yours. Her wins don't create your losses. Her joy can't steal the joy that's meant for you. Decondition and unlearn what you've been wired to think that women are your competition. It's a trap meant to distract us and keep us keeping each other down. Find your Jamie, hype their Jamie, be her Jamie. Jamie Lee Curtis got the sent this to somebody. She said, I got the sent today. I was so moved by it. And, and you just, you know, she just had this authentic reaction to her friend that was so real that 
it just suddenly lit up the internet and it made people realize like, I want to be that type of friend for somebody else. So hot take. I don't buy it. You don't buy that 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 was a genuinely they, they weren't they weren't nominated in the same category. So why why wouldn't you be happy for someone? No, but it's not about whether you're happy for somebody. It's about the visceral joy that she felt. I mean, I think that I mean, I guess maybe because I would just I would of course why wouldn't she be happy for? Well, so part of what that what that thing that I sent that yeah. meme that was shared was that. A lot of, well, I guess this was for women that they feel like they're in competition with each other. Well, there were four other people in competition with her and right. Michelle's win was their loss. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you can be happy that she won, but like. But JB Lee was also nominated and didn't win. Yeah. So a lot of, by, by the way, I also think when you, when you pan around the room, a lot of people are not good at hiding their reactions. Yeah. So either she's a great actress. Which she, maybe, is, maybe she is. Which she is. So you think she was acting? You think she was acting? I also think like there's a difference. If you are nominated for a major award and you lose, it's okay to be sad. Yeah. You're not going to be like, I hope Michelle gets hit by a car. Right. But like you could say, oh, if it's not going to be me, she fucking crushed right, it. Right. That's a great emotion. But yeah. from the guy who celebrates his friend's downfall. I don't celebrate their demise. <laughs> Just a little bit. Every once in a while, tertiary friend gets fired. I have a little bit of joy. Here, no, listen. Oh, sorry. I don't know why I'm being a, a Debbie Downer about that because I think it's so obvious. But maybe that's why. Right. So yeah. uh, look, I think that meme resonated with people because her reaction was so visceral. It was so obvious that she, even though she didn't win, right. she was so genuinely right. overjoyed for Michelle Yeoh getting this huge life moment for her. And again, it goes back to this thing of like, it's your own reward. If you can feel what Jamie Lee Curtis is feeling, that's a great feeling that a lot of us are missing. And a lot of us only think we can get it from our own success. I think you've convinced me on this hot take. Whoa, that never happens. Yeah, yeah. I've gone from schadenfreude to freud and freud. I'm getting joy yeah. from your freud and freud. This is like the inception yeah, of- Yeah, it's incep yeah. Incep incepting it. But, I, you know, look, I, I think, I guess part of it was that, you know, women, apparently, according to this meme that's resonating with women, is that they sometimes have a problem cheerleading their competition, right? right? And they've been taught to do that. But I think men do that too. And I don't think, and I think our- problem with this what we're trying to do with this episode is that men don't even do the cheerleading part not only do we have competition we don't even do the you know support we don't even have tribes we don't even have these support squads except for Cairo, who stalks and imdb pros us all <laughs> can you imagine if we were nominated in like a, a writing category at the emmys both in the same category well i i pray for that yeah day. yeah i mean high class problem yeah i mean i will say as much as I try to be a good friend, I will be livid if you be <laughs> literally the opposite of what we just talked I about. I will be livid. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I will try to make that Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, face. Yes. I will yes. try to be as good of an actress as Jamie Lee Curtis. What I would want you to feel in that moment is, is if, if I won, yeah. when I win, uh, is authentically disappointed. Yeah. I think you would also obviously be authentically yeah. happy. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to fucking, like you, first of all, with the cameras, you have to be like, and well, you would be happy. I would do, me. Uh, yeah. I would be like, I would point. Right. I would, yeah. and I would make you point right. back at me. I would, right. I would keep pointing. Right. Right. I would just, they'd just keep right. panning over to me. Right. I'd be like, you better fucking point back, right. dude. Right. Before you, I'm going to keep just going like this. And I would, I would probably mention you probably towards the end of my speech, but like <laughs> you, I wouldn't want you, we're, this is direct competition. Yeah. Well, by the way, this is assuming that we're in some sort of low grade comedy animation category. I don't think you'll be in a competition with me for best screenplay at, at the Oscars. So I'm not worried. <laughs> I, I think I said Emmys, but I think I said Emmys. 
Um, can I can I share with you uh, my my dad's pep talk? Yeah. So when I was playing soccer, talking about little kid soccer, yeah. travel soccer, eight, nine, ten, my dad would always give me the same pep talk. Um, stay in your feet. Stay between the man and the ball. Play smart. No prisoners. And that just became the all-purpose pep talk, which he still gives me to this day in my forties. Big meeting, big whatever. And it's still stay on your feet, play smart, no prisoners. I love that. It's better than clear hearts. It is how what clear is hearts, cl- full, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. Yeah, I feel like Al Caro's is better. What is it? Uh, stay on your feet, play smart, no prisoners. I don't think you're allowed to say no prisoners in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say no prisoners. Oh, no prisoners no is prisoners. good. No, but take no prisoners yeah. is like too competitive. It's against the Geneva it's Convention. Yeah. It's too yeah. Yeah, it's against the Geneva Conventions. And I've actually, I love that. I've actually had him record it, and like I've played it for like a friend who's oh, like doing awesome. something. Dude, you're thing. passing down generationally pep talks. Yeah, yeah. That makes me think I need to have him like record it, record it for yeah. in perpetuity. Can I tell you? I'm oh, sorry. No, no. Good. Um, I was going to tell you like a, a, a cheerleading fail. Ooh. So, our friend Brian, my best friend in in, in the Peter Luger's group, when he had his first child. So this is about 10 years ago. This is one of the first kids like in the group. Um, and they have been trying for a while. And I was so excited. <laughs> God, I'm actually embarrassed. This is great. I'm, so, I'm, I'm bristling with it. I'm so excited. Ugh, I love fails. That I posted on Facebook before they did. Oh, my God. Like they had a kid. Oh, my God. Isn't that horrible? And I think once they finally got home from the hospital, like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, I don't know. I deleted it. I deleted it. But everybody saw it. Everybody saw. It. Oh my god! I took the like the joy of that first post oh, away from them. You, you snatched it. I, I'm sure you probably forgot about it. I'm just reminding the whole world, but I meant well. Yeah. No, of course. By the way, one of our good friends did that to me and Jess recently. I didn't even mention it to him. Did what? Uh, they posted on on Insta story before we even posted our pregnancy photo. But like a picture of Jess being pregnant. Yeah, with the hashtag pregnant girls. Did they, did they not know that you had into, I mean, you told people on the podcast. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah. that, they, they snatched our Insta post. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, they, these things happen. It's yeah. so minor. Yeah. But that's pretty funny. The baby one is much bigger than like, we're pregnant. Yeah. I was like, they had it for their, welcome to the world. Five pounds, six ounces. What if, we, what if you posted the photo of the baby first before them? Did you? No. No, that would have been amazing. No. Just like, oh, you know Just what? right did, out of the hospital. I? No. Maybe I did. Oh my I God. don't think I would have done that. That's amazing. Just yeah. like mommy and baby cuddling. Carol's like day one. <laughs> or like she was such a trooper. Yeah. Carol's Carol's supporting cheerleading going too far. Oh, too far. But Hey, because you have to know you're the cheerleader and not the player. I, you're the cheerleader, not the player. Yeah. I was just going to say, what did we learn? Don't steal their thunder. You're the cheerleader, not the player. Dude. Don't say your thunder is a really good thing because I'm meaning well, I want to like post or call or talk. And I'm like, you have to let them have the thunder. You mean too well, too well. What, what do you mean? I mean, you mean too well. Yes, so going, I mean too well. Yeah, you mean too well. Yeah, that's actually really important. Yeah. But that's not our main takeaway. The main no. takeaway is, I don't know what the main takeaway is. Well, reach out and support your friends. Even if you, don't, if you think they don't need it or they don't want it, like they do want it and they do need it. Everybody gets nervous. Like I seem like the least nervous person. I get nervous at big pitch meetings, like tremendously nervous and, and show everything. You get, you get diarrhea. 
physically. <laughs> My body physically <laughs> yeah. says, yeah. you can't handle this moment. Um, we also, a tip slash hack we had was send your words of encouragement to the group text because then other people can chime in. Tell your friends in bands that they're good, not great. Always tell your friends in bands that they're, wait, good, not great? <laughs> I'm revising. Yes. <laughs> Always tell your friends in bands. Dude, that was awesome. Like, did you? That was awesome. You should probably do that again next year. Yeah, you should do it. You should, you should do, do it again like, next year. Yeah. You oh, should. I'm not, I can't, I'm actually busy that week, but. Yeah. You should do that again on your fifth anniversary. Yeah, the fifth anniversary of today. Of today. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. That's our show. Find us on socials at Man of the Year Podcast. I'm actually going to do a little twist on our ending today. Be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Stay on your feet. Stay between the man and the ball. Play smart. No prisoners. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. buddy.